Welcome to episode six of Let's Have Words. I'm Jonathan Stone, and this podcast is produced by Forerunner. If you have any questions about getting involved with this show or having Forerunner produce any of your content, please contact us on Facebook. Let's just restart this. Facebook. Facebook. I don't even know what Facebook is. We don't cut. I know. All right, Facebook, or email us at info at forerunner.tv. Also, big news, guys. We are officially on Apple Podcasts. I saved that for you. I haven't told you yet. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun stuff. But if you want to tune in and watch the live version, which you're doing right now, if you can see what's going on, you are on YouTube. So that's wonderful, too. Please like, comment, subscribe, and smash that like button. That helps us get all kinds of content produced to you, and that's what we do the fun for. So a quick reminder that this episode is brought to you by Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon makes you feel all clean and good and smell like a man, and it is wonderful. It's <laughs> Everything is made in the United States of America, and sales go towards veterans. So if you want to use my code and get 10% off your purchase, use BBLHW for Let's Have Words. BBLHW. Would you stop? He's over there eating that Twix <laughs> and staring at me. God, I wish the camera was on it. Golly. Oh, that's funny. Anyways, we're going to hop into this episode. This week's episode is one of my good friends, Brad Bunger. You may have seen Brad around town. He does all kinds of home improvement. He does all kinds of, I mean, contracting work. Yep, the yep. man is just a genius. We go way back. Our families go way back. Way back. So let's have words with Brad Bunger. Awesome. Are you happy to be here? Yeah. Totally yeah. stoked to be here, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Since I've seen you. Well, you know... Yeah, but we also had our time, you know, at the horn. That's right, the horn. That's one thing I wanted to get into today. You asked, like, what do I want to talk about with what we could even talk about? Because yeah. everybody that comes on here thinks, like, oh, not nothing I say is going to be interesting. General criteria, whatever you want to kind of, I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, man, we can talk whatever. When you send me the message, I was like, okay, cool, Yeah, I mean, whatever, it, man. We usually just have a good time for lack of a better word, just bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing gets discussed. Like, That's, of, of importance. No, I meant me and him, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was talking about the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, man. You're so sweet. So, no, Brad Ratings and I go... just went up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks, bro. Smash that like button. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe button. I'm going to smash Booba's head if he keeps on with that. Uh, no, we go way back. Our families go way back. So, my aunt and Ron Ann work together. And then Ron Ann and my mom have been friends. And uh-huh. then and then your family knows my wife Jennifer pretty well. Yeah. And then we started working. I, when I started working at Longhorn, you had been there for... Years. Years. I was there for a long time. About nine years. Nine years. Cooking food, yes, for all of Bowling Green and surrounding counties. <laughs> yeah, yes. Everybody from Scottsville on a Friday night. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. man. I can't even get into some of that. You know? <laughs> He's a soaky chef. <laughs> That's exactly right. No, Brad was, Brad was a great cook. Uh, do you consider yourself a chef or a cook? Well, actually, a long time ago, I asked that I was self-taught. Well, not self-taught. I was chef-trained, so I didn't go to school to be a chef. So how I learned was I got a job at a restaurant downtown, used to be there, called The Cellar. Yeah. It was a great place. The chef was awesome. He taught me, you know, everything that he knows. And so I asked him, I was like, well, how do you know when you're a chef? He's like, whenever you feel confident enough to call yourself a chef. I'm like, okay. So are you a chef? Yes, I'm a chef. (laughs) Do you cook a lot at home? 
Yeah, I'm the only one that cooks at home. Really? Yeah. Are yeah. you big uh, health nut? Like y'all eat pretty healthy, or is no. it like the kids are like, we want ramen? No, and I'm cool with ramen. I you know, am too. My, the chef that taught me, man, he taught me how to do egg drop soup with ramen. He taught me how to add like vegetables in with ramen yeah. and stuff like that to actually. And I, I can't knock ramen. I'll eat ramen just on a random occasion. Amen. Yeah. Ramen's good, man. Ramen's good. It's cheap, too. Yeah, it's very cheap. Especially with what's about to go down with the meat prices and all that. Man, find a way to eat cheap, people. Yeah. And so, you know, when it, what's funny about it is when I cook, I use every pot in the house, every pan in the house. And so, <laughs> Ryan, she's like, <laughs> can't we just go get something to eat somewhere? And I'm like... <laughs> But no, it's going to be better. She's like, well, you're going to spend at least more. You know, we're not saving money by (laughs) you cooking food. So Yeah, and then we got to clean. Yeah, it's like a four course, you know, sides and meats and protein. I mean, yeah, it's, but, you know, I always, I always like to have fresh meat, fresh food. You know what I mean? When you go to a restaurant, you know, I've been into restaurants and there's nothing bad that comes in the backs of kitchens. No. From any one of them that I've worked at. So everybody's you know paranoia is you send a steak back they're gonna mess with it no never seen it it's i've never seen it 12 happen years of being in the restaurant industry i never ever seen anybody mess with anything so not never. that stereotypical thought definitely out of your head yeah i think people have this perception of what cooks of what restaurant people are like right and well, waiting didn't help <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true but yeah you're right people send a steak back and they immediately think oh it's gonna come back with yeah. spin on it oh yeah look oh, people man. it doesn't happen they're gonna drop it on the floor no, yeah no absolutely no we're gonna well at longhorn you know i can vouch for longhorn we're gonna prepare it right you know we're, we're gonna, gonna try to right we're gonna try and kick it back out to you as fast as possible but yeah those days man it's in and in the restaurant it's not like you're you're taking your time and cooking yeah. a steak. You know, yeah. there'll be times where I'd have like fifty steaks on the flat top or whatever, and a couple on the char grill, which is the the flame grill or whatever. And I mean, just constantly just yeah turning food around. Yeah, you know? yeah. Places like Long, it, it, people understand how busy Bowling Green, Kentucky, is for food too. Oh yeah. I think we're yeah. At one point, we were top three in the nation for restaurants per capita. Oh yeah. And I don't know if we're still in the top five. That It'd be I don't hard know. to believe. Be, but everywhere you look, there's a bank and a Mexican restaurant going up right now. That and yeah, bank, banks for sure. And I I don't understand where or why we have that many banks. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. understand why it's like you got one here and then like a bird's eye, you know, bird or how crow flows yeah. or flies or whatever. Yeah. You got one a mile away. Yeah. Like, so you which one do you want people to go to? Yeah, it's you know crazy. What I mean? Is there certain areas that you want to have these? Do you have you that know? pulled up, Booba? What's that? What is it? I think he's looking Maybe. at restaurant cap per capita. Oh, okay. Y'all keep talking. I'll find it. The That's restaurant, fun. but you know what's crazy about it is like there's certain things that you know like what's what's that uh, one buffet place? Uh, oh, Ryan's? No, not no. It's we don't have it. Hometown buffet. But it's Ponderosa. Golden Corral. Why don't we have a Golden Corral? Dude, the chocolate fixation station. I don't even like chocolate, and I go in there and I'm like, well, I need some chocolate. Why can't? Why, what's going on with that? You well, know I, mean? I, I don't I'm, think I never left a Golden Corral feeling good though i I don't know that i don't know that during a global pandemic they're just building golden corrals left and right though true but i mean you would think why didn't we have one before before right yeah i used to know people though like if the buffet was 6.99 they were getting 18 dollars worth oh yeah Oh, Go yeah. they stay there for four or five hours <laughs> that's my dad <laughs> but i can't i can't take the family to it because you know my kids will eat like a plate and i'm paying like you know whatever whatever the price the best buffet i've ever had was in vegas hands down really oh my gosh hands yes. down it was insane like 
when whenever you describe ethnicities of food that was every ethnicity from indian to chinese and japanese i mean everything dude then they had like seafood bars they had a cappuccino bar dude it oh was my God. but it was like 40 bucks a person to go in and eat yeah you know what i mean so you're gonna you're gonna want to get your money out of it. yeah like, i'll yeah. take 15 pounds of crab yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well i've always thought that in the restaurant industry like don't get me wrong a filet is great yeah but man. you can make a filet at home and make it freaking awesome yeah but yeah. if you go to a restaurant and you're getting a six or eight ounce filet and you're paying 25 dollars for that right I don't. I, I can't, I can't justify. I can't, I can't ju- no, I can't. You can go get a bone-in ribeye for the same you price. Can, you can go get four ribeyes right now for that price. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So I mean, for now, until everything. Yeah, yeah know, until this whatever. meat shortage goes crazy. Yeah. Meat shortage, gas shortage, mask shortage, everything <laughs> shortage. I mean, honestly, in contracting, like it is getting to be a challenge. A friend of mine on Facebook posted this wrong, you know, long message about, you know, contractors in general right now. We, we were working day and night. Was it Todd? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you know Todd. Yeah, so... That's like so, my dude. That's yeah. my best friend. So his post on there was like, you know, hey, don't be mad at us. You know, if we don't get back to you directly, you know, I apologize. And this is my, you know, apology and my apology to people that are watching this too. <laughs> but not just because I'm, I'm working a day in a house, remodeling, doing whatever doesn't mean that at night I'm just kicking back and relaxing. Right. You know what I mean? I'm also still trying to find materials because materials right now are really getting to be a challenge. Bathtubs, faucets, and then stuff in stock that you typically need. Because, you know, if you're putting in one thing and you're holding on one piece, that literally slows the flow Absolutely. of progress and getting things done. So, yep. I mean, it's really becoming a challenge. And we do chimneys also, and I think I'm going to start pushing chimney work pretty hard because right brick now. is pretty easy right now isn't it brick well it's the main we just refurbish them you know what i mean so like if somebody's got a leaky chimney and stuff we go up and mm-hmm. resurface concrete put new flue caps on seal in all the cracks and crevices yeah basically put like a rain x on it to make it bead down instead of absorb you know what i mean so and I, from what from my research and from what i know from all my contractor buddies is that there's only two people in this area that does it me yeah. and another guy yeah so yeah. It's market I'm definitely wanting to tap into. That's sure. neat. I love remodeling. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? But summer months, I think, require summer projects. Yeah. And then cooler months, you know, require to be inside. But inside, oh. outside, I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. But I mean, if you're working in Longhorn, how many times did the heat go out when we were in that building? How many times did the AC go out? That's, oh, yeah. That's he, AC thing. and heat. The, yeah. The, the, the AC, whenever we'd be back there, it'd be like, literally, we'd have a thermometer you know temperature gay pro well we had probes and gauges and all that other stuff it'd be like 110 degrees on the line yeah you know and what that's I mean? th- with all those grills going <laughs> yeah it's like let me get y'all a bunch of gatorades and red bulls it's like yeah. why so we could sweat it out and be jacked yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> let me stand in a bucket of ice man <laughs> yeah. here's yeah. some cold compresses it's like no well i mean one guy actually well one guy, I mean, he he got heat stroke sitting inside a you know over a fryer, three hundred fifty degrees. He had a grill, four hundred and twenty five degrees. I don't know if like I was that. there for that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I remember that day specifically. But it's the holidays that hammer you. It's the Valentines. It's the the, the Black New Friday. Year's, Black Friday. Black Friday wasn't what it used to be. I remember Black Friday back in the day before all this online shopping, mm-hmm. and and the mall would be. I mean, just full. Oh, yeah. And we'd actually have to block off the parking lot so people couldn't park there. But then once the, you know, floodgates opened, per se, I mean, it would just 
instantly fill up with everybody bouncing. Yeah, I think shopping. we started serving lunch. Normally we open at eleven. I think we started serving lunch at like nine AM at one yeah, point. It was, it was that, a nightmare. Those days and then that kind of slowly just started declining, you know, as far as like what people are wanting to eat, yeah. you know, when they're wanting to eat, but then also online shopping took a hold of everything and yeah. It's really you know, Ron Ann, she loves to do you know the the black fridays and stuff like that i just I, there is no appeal to me on any of that one shopping in general yeah, yeah. two running around trying to get around to everybody i mean great i'm sure that the deals are great but but like it's like i guess her her shopping is like me going out and finding like you know good pieces of wood to do some carpentry yeah. or something because yeah. i love doing carpentry too i yeah. really do but right now is a very bad time to be doing carpentry have you always been into contracting and this kind of creative thing because i i don't remember that part of you no i um, remember just making fun of people (laughs) dogging on people man we just have roast parties oh yeah people Um, come in and we just look at each other and just look at each other like (laughs) you want to start or you're up i got this (laughs) you're up it's like countdown it's like who's gonna laugh first and it's like we don't have to say words we're just gonna laugh be like hey you you have to you have to come here and check yeah yeah (laughs) like all right yeah but have you always been into woodworking and carpentry work and and all that kind of remodel and stuff like no no honestly no um you know i've had a lot of different jobs a lot of different places i've worked at you know i was in the restaurant industry for 12 years you know i managed i opened i mean we i opened up the shogun bistro the bistro side i remember that opened up buckhead cafe um opened up a place called entourage downtown i remember that um and then worked longhorn was the bread and butter and then those other little you know mom and pop restaurants that i worked at was my evening you know work and stuff that's where the creative you know because longhorn's a, a set menu yeah you know what i mean but then you go super to the corporate other, yeah so then you go picture perfect food yeah <laughs> so then you go to the uh the other mom and pops and you get freedom you know what i mean you can make it make it look good send it out in fact i did uh live cooking one time what on wbko yeah yeah, cooked uh, chicken that. chicken carbonara. Carbonara? Carbonara. Is yeah. that like a chicken with pasta? It's pasta and bacon and peas and stuff like that. Oh, okay. That was a long time ago. We did, uh, I've done a couple things live. We used to have like a radio uh, spot too. I remember those. Uh-huh. Tony Rose. Yeah, Tony show. Rose would do that. Uh-huh. But no, as far as like contracting and stuff, I've always done things. I've always built things. Um, you know, I've, I, I, I guess a DIYer turned into... Um, you know, we flipped that house, mm-hmm. you know, and that was a that was an awesome project, which led ultimately, you know, put me in that position because, uh, you know, I was in a factory. Of course, you know, again, I've had many different jobs, different titles um, and real bad accident happened at the uh, at the factory. And, you know, I mean, something like that just kind of sticks with you. It resonates for the rest of your life. So I just couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so we ended up, you know, getting that house, flipping it and then. You know, here we are. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know how many years that was ago. Three years? It had to be at ago. least three. But you started before we sold it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. It was almost a year project. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was a gut and remodel. Mm-hmm. Floors, paint, wall. I mean, exterior, interior. It was two units. You know, I mean, it was it was a, it was a good learning project to learn tricks, speed, how to figure things out. You know what I mean? Plumbing and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, because it's not... There's no manual on this stuff. There's stuff that you have to do correctly. Yeah. You know what I mean? There is a manual, I guess you could say, definitely. Um, you know, I mean, that's building per code and stuff like that. But yes. when it comes to creative, you know, that's just all part of the flow. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, think about people like 200 years ago mm-hmm. that were just, you mm-hmm. know, settling and building whatever it is that they wanted to build. Right. And they built these beautiful, some structures that are still standing. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful structures that are still yeah. standing. My infatuation is log houses. Same. I just love, I love how big those hand-hewed beams, you know, how, I just, it just, I don't know how they did it. I mean, yeah. I'd like to know how long, realistically, it would take to build by scratch yeah. with an axe yeah. and a saw, a log house that's actually of decent square footage. You yeah. know what I mean? Not something that's like a little shanty like or anything, a house. but like a house. You know? Do you what think I mean? you could build something like that, Booba? Booba's pretty good on the woodworking, and he's what? pretty. Could you build a log cabin? Dude, me and my dad used to watch this show called Pioneer Carpenter or something like that. Oh yeah. And he would do that. Uh huh. Um, Wonder how long it takes. I mean, it's according to what we saw just to like fit like five logs was a whole day so if you're building a small if you're building a small like 12 by 20 room like log cabin like back in the day right yeah probably a month which is like a single room yeah but then the the stone chimney itself you know what i mean those those chimneys that they had in fireplaces you literally were able to walk into them because that's where you did all your cooking and stuff like that so watching the old show like you know, remodeling this old house or refurbishing or well, I can't remember the name of the shows that I would watch, but they'd have these huge stones. I mean, that probably weigh 500 pounds and that's Got like, in, instead of a mantelpiece, they had this stone, you know what I mean? It, yeah. And then you could literally like creep down, you know, crouch down that's and so step nuts. inside of it. Yeah. I, it, it's mind boggling for somebody like me because I, there's no way that my brain could understand that. I, just like you said, five logs in a day. That's a, I guess that's a really good day. Yeah, <laughs> that's why most of like pioneer homes don't exist anymore because they built them in the ground. Like they would find a big hill, hewn yeah, out, yeah, hewn out half of it. Yeah, and then I mean, obviously, bare wood in the ground, it rots right, out, right, mm-hmm. and it just sinks. And then yeah. imagine the chinking that they had. Chinking's what they, well, you have to put in between the logs and stuff yeah. like that. You literally, yeah. you know, it's like trying to do plaster work, which is my bane. You know, what I mean? <laughs> plaster. You got like 15 minutes, man. You make a batch. You yeah. gotta set it in, yeah. and then you gotta start all over. I'm so you glad know. that plaster is not the the thing here in Kentucky. Oh, dude. If you get north of Ohio, it's all plaster. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, and lathe, lath. I can't never pronounce it right. Yeah. L a t h e. Somebody comment lathe, lath. Lath. Yeah. I don't. You know. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Gold jacket. Yeah. Green jacket. All <laughs> these uh, builders from Boston, and all of theirs is. Uh, lather and plaster. Yeah. Man, that's tough. That's tough stuff too, man. How they smooth it out, I have no idea. But even drywall is a challenge. I'll get, you know, a, you know, somebody be like, well, I need my basement drywall. I'm like, I'm not your guy. Yeah. Because I'm... I can, I can hang drywall all day. Right. It's just the yeah. the sanding, the mudding, the, you know what I mean? Because it... that wall behind you? That took me three weeks to build. Nice. It's Look nice. The complex curve You can't there. even see that he's yeah. touching it. <laughs> I almost wore a, a, a white t-shirt. Oh, that would have been terrible. And Ron M, she was like... His set's white. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been just like a floating head. <laughs> and like dark dark head and arms. And yeah. Oh, first, oh, I see. I also need a shout out to my kids because I told them that I was going to be on YouTube and they were like, oh, mom. Let mom, me tell you something blood. about his kids. Brody, Riley, Braylon... Hey guys, I love you guys. They are such good kids. That's and I'm not taking anything away from the twins. I just don't know them as well. Right, right. But 
I want Charlotte <laughs> to grow up just like your kids. Um, yeah, they are right. so sweet. They're so well behaved. I used to when so when I was waiting tables at Longhorn, they would still come in and see me, mm-hmm. and I, I guess Bri would come in mm-hmm. at least once a week. Yeah, whether it was with us, I mean, because you know we're like alumni. You know what I mean? I, I, I go into Longhorn. And I'm like, you know, a server will come up and I'll you know basically ramble off the menu that's or an item that's not on there. So I'm yeah. Like, how did you know that? I'm yeah. Like, well, now, let me get that Rocky Top you know, chicken. Yeah. Uh, we don't have that. Bet you do. <laughs> bet you'll make it. Yeah, bet you'll make it. <laughs> I'll take the Texas burger. What's yeah. that? Yeah. Well, you start off with an eight-ounce burger. <laughs> yeah. You put cheddar cheese and bacon and chili, jalapenos, and sour cream, and then serve it to me with a fork, please. Yeah, give it to me. <laughs> but it's so funny because, I mean, they are such good kids. But then you hear stories. Everybody thinks their kids are, you know, everybody else's. Hung the moon. Your kids are great. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. But then you told me the story about the twins disappearing. Oh, yeah. And taking their little... Power wheel. The power wheel yeah. <laughs> across the street yeah, to the school. That was, you know, those. that's one of those parental moments where you're just like, thanks for bringing that back up. Flashbacks. <laughs> but it was such a funny story because their little, their little truck could only fit through the one spot that the they happened spot. to go through and i don't know how brody was able to compromise that you know what i mean it blows my mind i think they were like two maybe three at the time yeah was maybe able to slide through this one spot you know it's just like he's no. like we just went driving like what'd you drive through the fence are you magic did you <laughs> yeah. like ghost through it i mean what? no dad it fits <laughs> yeah, right? he's like uh no actually dad when i went through it it went right <laughs> Did you lose a mirror? No, mirror's still there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to go up and I had to back up and then <laughs> yeah. I pulled forward and I backed up. See, I had to turn the wheel to the left. Yeah. And then I had to, like, but your yeah, kids are so like, funny. They're so self-sufficient. Like, I'm telling you, Bradley's the most, she's the most adult yeah. kid. I can I can say that that comes from Ron Ann, for sure. <laughs> the independence. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like the dad that's got like three backpacks on walking in the house after picking them up at school, you know, yeah. and she's like, what are you doing? They need to carry their own. I'm like, yeah. I, I know. I, I just know. want to. I just want to help. That's all, you know. And honestly, yeah. I guess that's just where the remodeling and stuff like that go. You know, I'll get a phone call and they're like, "We really need help." I'm like, "I'm on my way." Yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm there right now. Let's see what we got to do. Yeah, I'm you like, did ours. You did the the plumbing under our house. Yeah, that was you know just a little leak. You know what I mean? Nothing crazy. Did I tell Nothing. you what happened? Why I refused to do that? Mm-mm. I think you do remember this. <laughs> so I'm under the house. We heard this little drip, drip, drip. And I'm under the house in the crawl space. And I've got the flashlight and I'm videoing it for you. And then yeah. I cut it off and I'm walking. I set my hand down to turn. Oh, yeah, that's right. And there yeah. is a snake skin. <laughs> yeah. Had to be this big. I'm mm-hmm. not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Had to be this, which means the snake is now that big. Right. That big. What is he eating? Yeah. You know, yeah, what, seriously. What are, you, what are you grubbing on down there? My problem Frogs? is the existence of the snake, period. Right, yeah. And now I don't know where it is, but I do know I touched the snake skin and had, I had a panic attack <laughs> under the house, and I'm trying to get out, and Jennifer's laughing at me, and the dog's barking. He thinks something's wrong. Uh-huh, right. And she's like, well, is he going to come over? And I slammed that thing shut, and I was like, you can do it. Oh, man. I because she that. thought it was funny. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> it's not funny. Not funny. That uh, that drip was uh, was a beat too. You know what I mean? It was like. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I get down with that. It was the perfect little. It sounded like a metronome. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, you know what I mean. As far as being underneath the house, there's not much I don't worry about other than spiders. 
Arachnophobia did it in for me. That movie, Arachnophobia. I've mm-hmm. never seen that. What? Pull that up. Have you not seen Are Arachnophobia? Bi- Number one. Oh, my. I, when yeah. you say Arachnophobia, I just think Spider-Man. Number two, <laughs> spiders do not bother me. Like, if, really? there was a, if there was a tarantula right here between me and you. I wouldn't be sitting here. But see, I'd, I'd be like, eh. <laughs> oh, gosh. It wouldn't bother me. I would do that. I mean, I'd be afraid his legs would, like, wrap around your hand, <sighs> and I'd be like. It doesn't bother me. Are yeah, there big no. actors in this movie? I can't remember. Isn't John Goodman in it? I can't see it. Okay, I yeah. think so, but like I watched it once and it turns into this like a spider army of like invading houses. And we're not talking about like big spiders, like, you know, like monsters. We're talking like brown recluses. You we, know won't, what I mean? we won't have sound because I don't have that hooked up. Oh, man. I just want oh. you to watch this. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll give you the play by play of what's happening. I don't. Who? Who? <laughs> so spiders bother Have you. a panic attack. <laughs> Hollywood pictures. Uh huh. I've oh, never even heard of this movie. What? You've never heard of Arachnophobia? You're going to go home tonight and watch it, man. I probably will. Is it a good movie? Dude, it's just, it freaks me out. Like, good movie. It was like the change in my life. He plays the same character in everything. That's <laughs> yeah. not John Goodman. That's Jeff Daniels, Jeff, isn't it? Jeff Daniels. Yeah. He did, John Goodman's in it, too. Oh, okay. He did Dumb and Dumber with, uh, yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. 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 Yeah, terrible fear of spiders, don't we all? Yeah, don't go up there. You know you don't want to go up there. Oh, yeah, he's done for. Oh. Is this supposed to be a comedy? No. I, I, it's not funny to me. There's John Goodman. <laughs> he's always great. Would anybody object if I tore this floor I do like John Goodman. This looks This looks funnier yeah. than it looks scarier. Yeah, yeah, no. Spiders make convenient culprits. Man, I'm telling you. I think one of your Venezuelan spiders hitched a ride here. Maybe some spiders around here that are very dangerous. This is crazy. Dude, they come they're like in cereal boxes and shoes and then so they just see? they just infested the house. Oh, or like the whole town. The town. Yeah. So the it's like town. the birds, but with spiders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See now, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds terrifies me. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Turn this. This is horrible. Oh yeah. No. Well, what they don't tell you is that the spiders are like extremely uh, venomous. Yeah. And like kill you. Yes. Like so, like everybody starts peeling off in uh, this town. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Like the one guy eating the popcorn, and well, and the scene that put, got the oh, scene no. that got me was when it crawled in the uh, football player's helmet. Oh yeah. Oh. The one that gets me, and still to this day, if I would leave a pair of boots like in my building that I, I still have, shake them out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Stuck his foot inside of it and got bit, and was like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, no way, man. Dude, I'm telling you, man, that movie changed my life. Like, looking at that, and then like the different scenarios of Pull where one could up. be. Hi. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just that, want to see myself. It changed my life. But, that uh, movie changed my life. Spiders really? underneath the house. Yeah. Yeah, you can pretty much. Yeah, spiders don't bother me, man. They say you swallow spiders every year while you're asleep. True and I'm, story. I don't know if that's true, if it's like an you know urban legend or whatever, but I don't want to. I, re- I would rather think, oh, yeah, I'm swallowing spiders. Rather, I check my floorboards for snakes when I get in my oh, car. Oh, really? Well, I've got that Wrangler now, and I don't keep the windows on it. Oh, right. And it's like, yeah, anything yeah. can happen. I remember right. uh, Eight-Legged Freaks. Never heard of it. That came out when 
we were in high school. It sounds familiar. It's like giant spiders. Yeah, see, that's Oh, not, yeah. That's that sounds favorite. like Tremors at that point. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, yeah. Tremors. Which is... This was the... Uh, see the... Tremors 1, 2, It had three. David Arquette in it. Oh, okay. I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he plays... He always plays a goofball in movies, too, so... Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Jeff Daniel. Yeah. I've never seen him play a serious role ever. He, I know he has I'm some, but I've never of, seen... Yeah, I can't think anything. of anything... I also this movie Dumb and Dumber's only thing. This movie scared me right here. What is that? Sharknado. Oh, that really? scared you? <laughs> really? <laughs> You're kidding. I've never I, seen I, it. Yes, I'm kidding. Oh, okay, okay, good. I was like, I've never. You know, I've I've caught shark before. Um, what kind? Uh, don't remember. I was. We used to live in when I was in kindergarten. We lived in South Carolina. Okay, that's where I started school. And um, we'd go out and we shark fish and catch crabs and stuff like that. Red but, snapper. Well, no, no, it was more. I mean, well, we, they're not on that side of the coast. They're more golf, I think. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm I hooked one, and I kept telling my dad I had a bite, and he was like, "No, you don't. It's just the ocean. You know, I'm going up and down with the boat." And I'm like, "Dad, I got a bite." And he's like, "No, you don't." I'm like, "Dad, I got a bite," and he's like, "No, you don't." Well, next thing you know, the sharks pulled me over the boat, and my dad like ganks the pole, and I mean, it was for a kid, it was like the size of me. I mean, an you know, eight-pound fish for a kid can move. It was, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't even hold it for the pictures. In fact, my brother Adam, he's the one that's holding it in the in the pictures. So that's neat. Mm, I, actually, you know, I've held sharks. You know, I mean, I don't. It, there's not much that that really freaks me out, other than spiders. <laughs> that's so funny. Mice. I'm caught. You know, I catch yeah, mice. Mice and, don't bother me. Rats so, don't bother me. Now the New York City rats. I mean, yeah, possums. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Splinter from the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got this rat that comes out of the sewer and he said, he's got four turtles behind him. He's like, give us some, give me all your pizza. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Man, I was a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Totally. Still am. You know, the kids, they don't get into the cartoons, you know, like we used How to. How old were you when that came out? Like 88, 89? Yeah, you got to think. Well, Adam is years older than me, so whatever he would watch, like Superman and Batman, stuff like that, yeah. well, and that was a short phase, but like G.I. Joe, that was, I mean, I remember having G.I. Joes, and yeah. you know what I mean, all that stuff. Yeah, that's the that's the boy Barbie right there. Yeah, but you know, with, with the kids now, they just want to YouTube and watch videos yeah. and, you know, fake families and stuff yeah. like that. TikTok. <laughs> it's like, so you're telling me that the parents didn't get on them all day long? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that something? It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, man, when Ninja Turtles came out, I was I was tiny. But then the big thing that hit my age group was we had Power Rangers. Uh-huh, yeah. And then Pokemon. Oh, yeah. The, I, I still can understand the Pokemon thing. I still don't understand the Pokemon thing. I mean... I don't, I don't understand what it is. I don't, I've never watched it. Stands for Pocket Monsters. Pocket Monsters? Because they fit in those little ball... Oh. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it's Pocket really? Monsters. Yeah. Wow. So does that, just, that make a little bit more sense? You just educated me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Still probably never going to get into it. No, you probably won't. But Power Rangers, you know, Brody, um, you know, he's he got into Power Rangers for a little bit. He thought it was really cool. But it know? was like the newer Power Rangers. Like, surely he wasn't yeah. watching the yeah. old stuff. No. The old stuff was so good. <laughs> Man. Call it what you want. <laughs> when the Green Ranger, like, wreaked havoc on Angel Grove for, like, five uh, episodes, uh-huh. bro. And yeah. then he had that Mecha Godzilla that couldn't even, like, move yeah. like it was totally ripped I off of godzilla yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but then like ninja turtles was huge you remember when the ninja turtles movies came out though yeah oh yeah those were yeah. awesome the one that they just put out what five ten years ago whatever it was the they, michael bay one there is a ninja turtles has that um, um megan 
uh, Fox. That was that was the Michael Bay one, right? Yeah. Uh, Man, I liked it. I didn't care for it. Wasn't Johnny Knoxville one of the characters? Oh, I don't know. I think he was Michelangelo. Oh, really? Don't hold me to that. I think he was a character, though. Or maybe he auditioned for one. Maybe. I should have auditioned for one. I don't mind it. You know, when it comes to movies, I like all the Avengers. I like all the, you know, Spider-Mans and Batmans and Supermans and stuff like that. But more more if I'm chilling at the house, I'm watching something that's going to educate me. Really? Yeah, straight out. Do you house. read a lot now? <laughs> Do, <Straight> I... <laughs> Do you read? No. No? Uh-uh. Do you listen to like uh, audiobooks or anything like that? I'm a visual learner. So whenever yeah. I need to learn something, I need to see it, and I need to have my hands on it. You know what I With mean? With your DIY stuff, do you watch a lot of YouTube for just self-education mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Do you watch Dude Dad? Dude Dad. Dude Dad. Dude Dad. Mm-hmm. That will be your new favorite YouTube channel. I think, you know, I think... Taylor, Heidi, I'm giving you a shout-out right now. This guy is very talented. He's going to start doing some of your stuff. Dude, dude, dad. You know, I think maybe, very good. maybe one of the kids have pulled it up, you know, because it sounds familiar. It definitely sounds he's familiar. He's funny. He does a really good job. He He's incredibly creative. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you would you would totally dig his stuff. You know, we thought about doing uh, YouTube. A friend of ours, you know, kind of suggested, hey, why don't you start recording some of your remodels and stuff like smart. that? And me and Ron Ann talked, and we were like, you know, we can narrate it, like the like the dude from uh, uh, Dirty Jobs, what's his name, that narrates everything on Discovery Channel, yeah, or whatever. And I was like, Jonathan Stone can narrate it. He's got the voice, man. Mike he, Rowe. Mike Rowe. That's who I it mean, is. I mean, I'll yeah. narrate anything. Yeah, I, man. I was like, it's it's a win. And then I was like, Bradley, you think you can do the recording? She's like, Yeah, Dad, I'll do. So we had this foolproof plan of like, who's gonna record, and I'm gonna build. Dude, we should and, do it. I mean, in all honesty, these are the guys you want to talk to about video. Yeah. These guys right here can just do a fantastic job. Get them to record it, and we can, we'll do editing, we'll do voiceover work, the, uh, all that kind of fun stuff. The, the peak interest happened whenever we met uh, Rick Harris of Pawn Stars in Vegas. Yeah. Super nice guy, man. He, he actually took, you know, took time, and we sat there and discussed how he developed, you know, to be on History Channel and stuff, and, you know, basically he was just like, look, if you've got an idea, you just got to pitch it. You got to put it out to different stations. He said, and History Channel picked us up, and here we are. You know what I mean? I've got an idea for a TV show that I want to do. I'm not going to throw it out here right now, but I'll run it by you afterwards because okay. I think you'd like it. Um, I think Booba would really like it. Swanson, I, I know would. I wouldn't mind doing stuff like that. I, you know, when it comes to like doing live and recording and stuff like that, man. I'm, you know, here's I'm the thing: everything that has ever existed started from an idea. Yeah. And too often we talk ourselves out of crap because we believe it's either a not interesting or mm-hmm. b we can't do it. Right. Right. I well, can see that. These little devices right here, probably the most, these are more powerful than any computer that was running during the World Wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And, and that, <laughs> yeah, you got to dial in just to sell somebody help. Right. <laughs> you know, it takes 20 minutes just to say help. Mm-hmm. So it, they talk about it all the time how these kids on YouTube, like you're saying, or TikTok or something like that, they've got oh, all the stuff at, the, at their fingertips and they're just, creating content left and right. It's like these kids that we are like teenagers it. that are like multi-millionaires just because they do silly stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like man. they record having a slime pool, and it's like got like 14 million views. Like, really? That's not that's even that, fun. That's all you had to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't make friends in high school. This is, this is an interesting point that I want to get into. Uh, followed Gary Vee for a long time. Yes. And he, was, Gary he was always like, just make content, make content, make content. Every right? day. But I feel like a lot of people are doing the Gary Vee approach, and they're making content, making content. 
but it's just it's not getting better it's like, not quality content well the, the reason everybody's first stuff is bad you gotta build into it you yeah, gotta get yeah. comfortable with it you but know what I mean there's a standard that okay your first film your first thing was bad you know it's bad and you get better yes but I feel like in TikTok there is no pressure to make your content better so there's no natural inclination to get better so there's people on TikTok that have been on there and YouTube that yeah. have been on there for 10 years, have millions of followers, and their stuff is, like, the quality, like, gear, <laughs> gear is better, but the yeah. quality of the content is worse. But doesn't that also fall under who's watching and who's taking in that content? Because to a yeah. six-year-old yeah. it's, that's it's, on TikTok and YouTube, they're like, oh, this is hilarious. Yeah. But to the... 30 year olds or whatever it's like this is terrible i mean i'll be honest briley sent me a video last night my oldest daughter briley she she's like dad this is awesome i'm like okay cool i'll pull it up it's a tiktok video it's a dad who's got a softball tied to a fishing pole string and the girl is practicing hitting softball and when she hits it it goes out and then he just reels it back (laughs) into it i'm like that's genius yeah yeah (laughs) i like that that kind of stuff is neat to me but then you know what i mean to the six-year-olds are like eh you know, yeah, the twins would have no years. interest in seven something like that. Yeah. They'd be like, that's not, well, yeah, that's not yeah. funny. My twins are seven now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're like, eh, it ain't, you know. But yeah, then they'll go back to somebody stacking 10 trampolines high. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. why are you watching that? It's, and you're seeing a lot of recycling of content now. Yeah. yeah. Because you're, I mean, TikTok and YouTube are getting millions of followers every month. Yeah. And like, not like even news. just followers, they're getting millions of new. Yeah. content creators so people are like it blows my mind it never fails it's like a three-year cycle especially on facebook and instagram where every three years content that you saw mm-hmm. is the one that the one that i like that shows up every three years is there was a movie called never back down I have no, no idea about this no so there's a movie called never back down and it's a it's about a kid that goes it's the first mma movie he goes um to a high school where mma is really big he gets beat up Mm. he has anger issues he learns from uh a a master it's like karate kid mma okay (laughs) that was like yeah Yeah. (laughs) i haven't seen that yet he comes back a little bit well the the main bad guy is this like buff chad blonde hair blue eyed like sorry chad (laughs) Uh, no hard uh, feelings (laughs) don't beat me up and in in this tournament this crazy jujitsu guy's doing all these flips and stuff and then this kid just hits him with one punch and knocks him out well someone posted it on facebook like 10 years ago and said marine knocks out crazy jujitsu fighter oh really and it's a you know it's a clip from a movie right and that cycles back through i see that pop up on my facebook about once every two to three years well marine knocks out i think that that all has something to do with that movie social distancing i don't know if anybody else watched that about all the i'm pretty sure it's not social um social dilemma social dilemma right where they talked about about this before facebook the instagram the twitters and how it's a revolving door of how long you stay on certain content and stuff I man, there's there's believability to it, and that's for sure, you know. I uh, it, well, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week. Was when you say this is content that's recreated over and over and just remade. The we've got movies being remade now. Let's yeah, we cannot find a way to get 
new ideas out there and i think it stems back to what i was saying was they you a don't think your idea is very good right or b you don't know how to produce it or you or you don't right. think you can right i mean there's the, so many that's why adam told me was you know there there's no original idea you know when it comes to patents because there's been certain things that i've wanted to patent there's certain ideas i'd like to but you know what i mean but it takes money to build a patent or oh, to, God, to yeah. you know process a patent or just go to shark tank oh, yeah, right <laughs> yeah. pitch the idea and say oh well, yay or nay or whatever in fact we know somebody you know that went to shark tank and has turned out very successful because of it so he said that there's no original ideas it's it's what you do with that original idea that can create a something a patent a reason to patent you know what i mean so it's like you know i can cut wood but if i can cut it faster if i can cut it quicker if i can you know make it this way or that way yeah. well then yeah that's a way to move and you're not changing the idea well you're not creating the idea you're just changing the idea you know what i mean that's interesting. There, there is no original ideas i mean everything and anything when it comes to like them building ladders or putting walls up you know what i mean it's like somebody's done it yeah, if you get down to the nitty-gritty there's nothing that is so original that we can at least draw a comparison to something else right so if you think about like like what was what was before TikTok? where did you know what i mean was youtube, YouTube. okay Sna so. uh snapchat uh, the vine vine yep. vine was yep. probably uh -huh. see so somebody took an idea and then you know, yeah so why did vine disappear and but tiktok is doing so well tiktok is i mean crazy i mean it, it, it's weird isn't I it i don't have tiktok and i don't watch it you know there's certain <laughs> things that like you know like i said Briley will send me and yeah and i don't i don't understand it i thought it was all dancing first off I let me just say it was this. all dancing i was in performing and all that growing up in high school and man i was made fun of and teased and dogged for that crap oh really now you go to an elementary school middle school high school and they're doing these stupid dances <laughs> yeah. they look like they're having a seizure and i'm not trying to make fun of them but it's like if i had done that in high school uh -huh. dude i would have yeah i would have been stuffed in a locker yeah. and told how big of a loser i was so part of that makes me very jealous of this generation they don't give a shit no they yeah. really don't they, it, that's the great, stupider though. they look the more comfortable they feel and but i'm jealous of like, that i think it's like you know when they're sitting there like you go anywhere you'll be standing in like a food looks line like they're or just something you're doing this that's they're, not there you're doing you know what i mean it's like yeah it look like like zombies out yeah. there like. <laughs> i mean it's like they're they're swatting at a bee that uh -huh. doesn't existing you're like right everything okay oh yeah they're dancing dancing that's oh, not dancing. dancing imagine right. explaining to michael jackson that that's <laughs> dancing uh, imagine going up to usher and then doing uh, some stupid move wait, and usher what? just being like mike would be like i don't i don't think that's dancing at all. <laughs> first off shut up don't make fun of my boy i'm not making fun of him that was I, man, michael jackson was he was man Adam was a big Michael Jackson fan, so you know I was a big Michael Jackson fan. But Are you Michael or Prince more? I like Prince. Right. Honestly, if you go onto like my Metallica, Pandora station, yeah, you're you're a big Metall. Well, well, you're a big I, rock fan. I like rock. I mean, I like every genre. Honestly, I like country. I like um, I like rock. I like um, you know, dubstep. I still like you know. Really? Dub oh yeah, I do like dubstep too. You know, there's certain jobs that I'll be on. And it's like a certain genre that I play. Like yeah. if I'm demo and I'm like, yeah, Slipknot, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, Five yeah. Finger Death Punch, Tear yeah. a Hole in the Wall. But if I'm like painting, then I get on like my, my dubstep and just kind of, because you know, it doesn't have words, you don't get distracted, it's just all beats and you just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. But you know, 
Prince, he's up there. But like I said, my Metallica station has got like everything from like Righteous Brothers, yeah. you know, Stand By Me, that song yeah. or whatever. And then like you got Prince and then, you know, you'll get uh, Fleetwood Mac will come in there, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I, you know, I, I, I'm not You're picking pretty well-versed person. Like, you also aren't somebody that just like inherently says no to a lot of things. Yeah, I like I mean, to, there are things obviously you would say no to, but it's like right. you're not a picky eater. No. You're not no. picky with your music. You're, no. you're not picky with like no. TV. I mean, I feel like if I just named a random TV show, if it was coming from me, you'd be like, I'll at least give it a shot. Right, I'll try yeah. it. You know just what like I'm saying? The Pokemon thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'll download the app and find Pokemon. No, you won't. You know, and that's what's, what, you know, the kid, you know, my kids. You know, they're cultured, is what I like to say. You they know are. I mean? They eat avocado, you know what I mean? Which, like, other kids would be like, ew, you know what I mean? But we'll go and have sushi mm-hmm. and literally get, like, 10 rolls for dinner, and that's it. You know what I mean? California roll, they love it. Crunchy shrimp rolls and stuff like that. They, they're they're not sheltered. You yeah. know what I mean? Honest, open opinion. And that's how my, you know, my mom especially was with me. You know what I mean? She didn't say, you know, when I was young, I couldn't listen to rap music. Obviously, it had to be. Know, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like Onyx yeah, yeah. back in the day, I got caught with a old Onyx tape, you know, and she's like, what is this garbage? Ah. I never I never ran into that with my parents, like the hiding of the music. I oh, remember yeah. that scene in, yeah. in that 70s show where they send Fez home with Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah? And he's he's got it hidden in like his Christian music <laughs> album, and he's listening to like Stairway to Heaven in uh-huh. and the, and the uh, foster, not foster parents, but like the, uh, he was American, yeah, or yeah, foreign yeah. exchange parents. Yeah. They like had a conniption fit that he was listening to Led Zeppelin. Man, it's mind boggling to me because I, like I never Led ran Zeppelin. into that. I love Led Zeppelin. And my mom was totally cool with that. She'd be like, Oh, you're listening here's some Pink Floyd. Check yeah, that out. Like, yeah. sweet. Pink but the Floyd's minute you awesome. listen to rap. Yeah, it was just like, Oh, what is this? I mean, I think my first my first crisp well, first year that we got CDs, which you know what I mean, now we're old or cassettes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh was uh, Garth Brooks and uh, Boys to Men? <laughs> like that, that, that came from Santa. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so I mean, it came from Santa, right? Certainly. Santa. So Santa knew that. You know what I mean? That that's what I needed to listen to. So and then after that was like Michael Jackson and stuff yeah. like that. So the wide variety, I guess, it's just kind of you know we and just how I lived life. You know? Do what you mean? think that that's an important feature of living a life? Is having being well-rounded, having a lot of exposure to a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Experiences. Experiences. Yeah, experiences definitely. You know what I mean? You can be camera shy, you can be, you know, radio shy, you could not want to stand in front of people and talk, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, you know, you just want to be in, in the backdrop. I think that more more of that comes from parents making their kids comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, you did a great job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, act, that was absolutely fantastic. But then, if not, then this is something that we need to work on. Yeah, or, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, oh, you did really good, but next time you color, stay inside the lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you yeah. start you start there, and then you just keep on progressing with, you know, like, food and stuff like that. My kids, you know, they used to hate hot sauce, and now they're like, well, I'll try some hot sauce. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm a huge hot sauce fan. Do y'all watch Hot Ones? No. I don't even know what it is. YouTube's Hot Ones? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, really? So oh, really? it's it's through First We Feast and it's interviews with like celebrities, but each question they have to eat a hot mm-hmm. one and it gets sequentially hotter. I have seen that. It's yeah. wings. It's like wings. Yeah. They're eating yeah, yeah, wings yeah. and stuff. Yes, I have actually seen that. I that didn't know what it's so called, good. but yeah. The uh-huh. kids will probably get a kick out of that because they do. They do. Some, some people aren't great, you know, a lot of language or whatever for right. kids, but like Shaquille O'Neal's on there. He's fun. Gordon Ramsay is oh, yeah. hilarious I'll on love, there. I'm a huge Gordon Ramsay fan. Yeah, he's oh, just same. He's just honest, and I'd love to have met him. 
you know, in you my chef, chef days, you know what I mean? Of like cooking and stuff like that. Because I don't know. I think I'd like to meet him now that I'm not in a restaurant. Cause I feel like he just butchered the hell out of me being <laughs> in a restaurant. No, I was, I'm you bloody blah, blah, blah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh definitely. yeah. It's raw. Yeah. It, what is this? Yeah. 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 I saw He's, a meme one time. It said, this squid is so raw. It's telling SpongeBob to fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> and I died, man. I thought that was the funniest meme oh, I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see. I actually have seen that one. Um, but, but no, whenever, you know, when it comes to hot sauces and that was something that my mom, you know, would always you know, you want to try some hot sauce? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then we just kept on progressively getting hotter. Now it's so stupid hot, it burns your insides out. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like you could eat enough hot Cheetos to make, you know, a, a toilet melt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like yeah. it's possible. My mom gave me a bag of chips that was, um, they're like Doritos. I don't even know what the name of the chip is. The, the ghost pepper one? Yes. Yeah. Whatever they're called. I guess. Pack- Packy, P A Q I, or something? Yeah. Yeah. So I was eating those with like sandwiches and stuff or whatever, and then it's like, oh, I can't taste anything. You know, yeah. heat can be heat, but it can be too much with no flavor. Yeah. So, I want the flavor. Yeah. What's your go to hot sauce? Uh, usually, right now, it's Texas Pete yeah. Ultra Fire or whatever it is. They have a different Texas Pete hot sauce. It's, yeah. It's like a black label. Black. Well, I can't remember. It's like Cholula is good. I've always liked Cholula. Tapatio. I do like going with Tapatio. You say That's Tapatio got, or Tapatio? I say Tapatio, and they know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> yeah. so when I say yeah. that, I'm like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tapatio. Yeah, just struggle with it. And they'll be yeah. like, oh, that one. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. got you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a big Sriracha fan? I do. It's just overrated at this point. I think so, too. It kind of became a cult. Mm-hmm. Like a cult following. You know, I wish I would have invested in Sriracha. And here's the thing is like whenever we worked at Longhorn, like you didn't see Sriracha. And then like all of a sudden the next year was like Sriracha's in everything. You know what yes. I mean? Sriracha mayonnaise and Sriracha in this and then Sriracha in sauces. I was like, man, I wish I would have been able to like take a step back two years, mm-hmm. invest in Sriracha. Oh, God. And yeah. then watch it. Because you got to think however many Longhorns there are is how much Sriracha they're buying. You know what I mean? Think about that market. You know what I mean? I mean so it's like an inside insider trading kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? But it never happens. So, but sriracha, I think, is just paired well with uh, sushi. At this, I point. kind of agree. I think it's overdone. Um, it's not like something I want to put in my chili. It's not something I want to put in a soup. It's not chili. I kind of just want to. Uh, it should already be made spicy enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. You know, with the kids, see, the cool thing about the chili that I make is Ron Ann's not a bean fan, so I make it, like, all protein. So it's all meat. It's hamburger. It's cube steak. It's, you know what I mean? And then, of course, you got to put the vegetables and Thanks stuff in Thanks for bringing it. some. Yeah, and, you know, this winter, I didn't make any. And every winter, I usually make at least one big vat of I do one big pot of chili every opening Sunday for NFL football. Oh, really? And I eat all of the chili yeah. <laughs> but then you got to leave a little bit for the next day oh no no no, no. i make it the day before oh, set go. it in the fridge so it thickens oh, up nice so yeah. i i consume my chili yeah. the very first opening day of, guess, of nfl football and i'm not like a grilled cheese fan but i think it would be good and i seen it at longhorn a buddy of ours uh mark remember mark from the kitchen back in the kitchen anyway he made a uh grilled a chili grilled cheese sandwich well why not just take the grilled cheese and dip it in your chili well he put the grilled he put the chili inside of the grilled cheese that sounds like a mess yes it's like the texas burger yeah (laughs) that's why that's a burger you eat with a fork you know what i mean you cut it up dainty all yeah it looks all nice and polite but then it's dripping down your face oddly enough man whatever um when i eat my chicken wings i use a fork hold this and then 
pull my meat off? Just go ahead and mute it. <laughs> That's funny. But then I, I pull out my man card and eat blue cheese. So <laughs> I'm just now started. We were talking about blue cheese not too long ago. I just now started eating blue cheese. Really? It's not bad. It's not bad. It depends on where you're getting it too. Well, it depends. What's those trays called? Cuda, cuda tray, cuda, you charcuteries. Know, charcuteries or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So if you get like some ultra like blue blue cheese, some stinky you know cheese, I mean? yeah, make you think twice about it. I do like that, but there's there's several cheese. I mean, I'm a big cheese fan too. Yeah. I can eat cheese all day long. Huh. Big yeah. Block of cheddar. Should have <laughs> oh. brought one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Just munching on eat some cheddar. Some, eat some cheddar cheese. Where are y'all filming again? We're in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. That's right. Yeah, the the dairy capital of the world. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, right. At, at least that's cool. Like, what's good? That's their thing. It's cheese. Yeah. What would what would Bowling Green's thing? Well, Corvette. Be? Well, I know, I know. But let's take away the Corvette. What is Bowling Green known for? Because you've been here for a while. Okay. What's something that when you restaurants? Think of Bowling, that's the other thing. What do you think of when you think like if you are going to describe Bowling Green minus WKU mm-hmm. minus the Corvette, mm-hmm. and you got some friends coming into town. It coming into town. They're like, I mean, what are we going to do? Beach band. I mean, seriously, what do we got? <laughs> you know, that's that's, a, that's what, another recurring theme on this podcast is we just try and figure out like what what's Bowling Green known what, for? What, what what can we do with Bowling Green? What can we do to make Bowling Green better? What can we do to make Bowling Green better? Jeez, don't be other what other than expanding Scottsville Road, which they're doing finally. Thank the Lord. I, I mean, it's I don't know how it's going to work. What is it going to be like seven lanes? Like you Who know, knows? like they have in like Nashville or something or whatever. It's like, are we getting that big? You know, what they need to do is work on the uh, the interstate, the the Bowling Green humps. You know, when yeah. you're going. Oh, they're doing that now. Yeah, and you like that's how. And when I got the trailer on the back of you know the bummer, it's like, bam, 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 bam. yeah, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah. you know, every time I'm afraid I'm just going to like throw everything off the trailer. So yeah, it, it, that was. Uh, the asphalt settled and the drainage pipes popped yeah. up through. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I used to be a land surveyor. And what's funnier about that is like where you find these sinkholes, like that one that was next to Chick fil A not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Which Chick fil A? On, on Campbell Lane. It's like a five foot yeah. sinkhole just opened up. Yeah. Just opened up. I mean, like the one on Dishman Lane. The Corvette that, plant. The Corvette plant. That was a big we one. We were texting the day that that happened. <laughs> I think you were the one that told me about the movie Tremors when that happened. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain. I went out there the day it happened because my brother was, uh, he was a, he's a, con- he was a concrete safety engineer, so he had to go out there and survey it, right, and, and measure. And so he got me out there. And I have you been out there it. since? No. They have the glass where you can look down into the hole. Oh, get out! It's neat. If you That's look at that, creepy. If you look at that uh, concrete, there's like no steel whatsoever in the concrete oh really no it was just like the flat slab is what they built it on. but you gotta have steel in it that's what structure is supposed to yeah they didn't you're supposed to 100 percent. gotta have rebar in it they had mesh oh well yeah. that's good for like me making like a countertop yeah. out of concrete yeah. you know what i mean just some chicken wire some tile yeah <laughs> and tile yeah <laughs> just put some tile over you'll yeah. never you'll never see it it's you'll a wonder know. that it lasted as long as it did if that's the True. case you know what i mean oh it didn't last very long as soon as that hole opened it went but the Corvette plant itself, think about how long that did last. I mean, it was sitting on dirt, though. There was no pressure. But there's certain mm. certain places, you know what I mean? Even even on the farm that I grew up on, you know what I mean? One day there wasn't a hole. The next day there was this monster hole in the field. Isn't that like, wild? Like, how is that? You know, I know it's drainage and limestone and stuff like that. I kind of get the basic gist of a sinkhole, but that may be one thing. You know, we've got the cave system, but that's not really Bowling Green. Maybe with cave. Yeah, that'd be a huge like, selling factor. Lost River. 
I mean, Mammoth Cave. Cave is, I would still consider that part of Dude, I, I used to go to Mammoth Cave and they used to have this thing, it's kind of like spelunking. It's kind of, you go on a trog mm-hmm. is what they, and they give you like a headlamp and, you know, hard hats That's and stuff. Big. And then, well, as a kid, you know, we, but You're then a nut. they would take you through all these like super squares cabin, you know, uh-uh. yes, and I say squares. Instead of squeeze, it's squares. Drives, drives the kids crazy. Wait. Squares. Why do you say that? I'm a, I don't know. It's just something I say. It's no, just, we just need to thing. figure that out. <laughs> There's some underlying issue as to squares. why you say that. So anyway, we would squares through all these little caverns and holes, but you would get to see like how like the Native Americans, you know, would carve out, you know, their tunnels and stuff like that. It was, you find arrowheads, they leave everything original that they had in there. So like you're going down like the regular trail and then they just let you hop the fence and start going through these holes and stuff, you know what I mean? It's pretty cool. You know, the more that we were talking about Bowling Green or whatever, I've been sitting here thinking like how you would describe it. It's kind of just an all-American kind of city. City, yeah. town, whatever you want but to call it's it. it's changed a lot though, it's man. It's changed since, a ton. Like we you were, were out here, you're waiting here, and you're like, I'm by the boat that used to be the old wishing, wishing well. well, right, man? And it's like everybody knows. Like that. Everybody knows that. Yeah, now. Well, and I would say everybody. <laughs> kids are like, well, that's neat. Hey, you know, <laughs> here's what Bowling Green is known for: a new Dollar General every 36 minutes. They just, they just start spawning. Oh yeah, dude. Hey, like speak, speaking of spawn, now you know what makes me uncomfortable? This stuff. Like yeah. Super, oh. Super tight spawning. Yeah, no, dude. You're gonna give me a panic attack yeah. on here. See. Like, yeah, that's too far, man. That's nuts. Because I said, there was that, what's that old story a long time ago where the guy went down the, the uh, and got his foot, like, stuck on a rock, in no. between a rock? It happened in Kentucky, man. It happened up like, a Mammoth Cave area or something. So there was one where... Um, well, yeah. just think about the, the, was it Vietnam or Korea where the, all oh, those yeah. kids, the, the soccer holes. team got stuck? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, yeah. a documentary on that. It's I did, too. Cool. Mm-hmm. Number one quick question for the adult present in that situation what are you doing taking kids that far into a cave with water i was it was Uh, not smart when they went in it wasn't raining yet and then the monsoons happened oh and it it filled up quickly but yeah. that uh-uh. this stuff that's yeah, terrifying see, and this, yeah and i do have like a mild claustrophobia like you know problem but you know what i mean i guess it, it, you just don't think you just don't think about what's going to happen if you're inside that. You don't think Shit about. I do. <laughs> you don't think about. You don't think about the earthquakes. I think and, about worst case scenario like all the time. Uh, yeah, that that came with the PTSD. Now it's like now it's like where's my exits? How am I getting out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There for was real. A, there was a guy in a. Um, I can't remember where this was, but he basically climbed down a hole and got stuck. Yeah. And this just, was in Mammoth. No, this was in like. Utah or something. I thought it was a mammoth. And uh, he got stuck upside down, and um, uh-uh. Uh-uh. they just had to, they just concreted him in because they couldn't get him out. Oh, oh no. Oh, gosh. So he's so, still there? Yeah. Well, his part of him is. His body's still there. So oh, my see. gosh. You can see there. Let me see. Is that, is this what I was talking about? I thought it was a Kentucky. This is like, he got stuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Upside now, see, down. Okay, so I'm talking about a different story. This guy was going down in a rock wedged his leg his foot oh kind of like aaron ralston uh with 127 hours you remember that the the movie the what's his name oh no that Franco? was crazy he got, yeah he got his arm stuck and the guy yeah, cut his arm, yeah, arm, he off. Called his arm off. i watched Could you do i that? watched that could you do that i would say yeah i think anybody I think could, I could to survive yeah <laughs> now that i have a kid yeah i, I it's it like changes things. i could do so much if i had to do it mm-hmm. but 
Man, if I was stuck like that, mm. I'd, I'd rip my arm off in a heartbeat. Now that I have a kid, I wouldn't go and do that. Well, now that I have three kids, I wouldn't Aim go into that, bro. I, <laughs> I'm I, the same way. I had a motorcycle, and I was like, mm, Time to get rid of it. Well, actually, Ron Ann helped with that decision, too. But I was like, mm, you don't I, I, don't need, I don't need to ride it no more. You know? Yeah. It's like, Changes let's go. Things, oh, we're going skydiving. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> not First yet. off, I'm not getting in a plane not, anyway. Not yet. But, Second off, you know, I'm not going skydiving. Yeah, I don't... I, one day I will. You know what I mean? That was the adventurous side. I've been bungee jumping and stuff like that, and it was yeah. fun. You know what I mean? But I was a kid when I did it. I didn't have, like, responsibilities and obligations. You and know you didn't... Mean? You weren't aware of the dangers. Yeah. Yeah, there was no YouTube videos where you can watch everybody's bungee accidents happen. See, when I was you know little, I mean? we flew to Disney... Well, I mean, we went to Disney a handful of times. I've probably thrown, flown 13 times. Yeah. But when your parents are telling you, it's fine, let's get on this plane. It's like, oh, okay, mom and dad said it's cool. Yeah. Now that I'm older... Like, there was a... A plane crash in uh, Paris Landing, Tennessee, the other oh, day. Oh, really? Pretty sure. Hmm. It's, and there was a plane crash on Crosswinds Golf Course like a year and a half oh, ago or yeah. something. And yeah. it's like, now that I'm older and see these like, things, I'm like, hmm. Mom and Dad, you are crazy. You tried to put me up in that it's little like, floating. You tried to put me <laughs> in a flying, floating box. Yeah, right? It's like our, our itinerary when we want to travel is like, yep, yeah, suitcases, check, will, check. You know? Yeah, yeah. Everything's good on the checklist. Yeah, we're good to fly. That's exactly you know? right. Yeah, so I, don't, I can't do that. First time I flew, I was uh, 11. Yeah, me and my brothers, and this was whenever your parents or your your company or your people could take you all the way to the gate. So me and my brothers flew to Chicago by ourselves. Why? To visit our uncle. He lived in Chicago. So that's the first time I flew was by myself. Well, with my brothers, like legit. Like are you real. the youngest? Yeah, that's what I thought. So I say brothers. My brothers, you know, my you know biological brother, but then I have a stepbrother through a marriage of my mom's. From years ago you know we were brothers for like 13 years I mean, you might you might you might know but but anyway yeah that was my first experience on a plane oh that would have been horrible it was a nervous wreck man i was man i was a nervous I wouldn't wreck do that. uh-huh well I, I was 11 so it's like okay my mom was like okay bye yeah she told you it was good <laughs> buckled me up in the plane and then she walked off the plane and yeah. you know what i mean it's like okay well this is yeah. different yeah but no right. yeah see we got to go to chicago and when as a kid in chicago that's part of your culturalization you know what i mean you got to travel you got to move yeah. you know i think the next destination that i really want to go to is st louis i'd really You've never I, been mm-mm. st louis is fun we got lost in the ghetto mm. harrison and i talked about that his mom made a wrong turn man we ended up in the ghetto mm-hmm. it in, was bad in chicago we were at uh we went to uh cabrina green's that was you know you know what Cabrina Greens is no oh man that used to be like you know that was the ghetto for that that for was real? that was like the ghetto how'd the, you end up there uh, life experience check it out you know what I mean it was it was one of the and then you the just way, wanted to do it I didn't want to no we were kids and we were like touring and looking at Chicago and stuff yeah. like that I mean it's no longer there and they literally demolished those buildings but it was one of those I mean even when we would travel to Mexico. Uh, we'd go off the, um, you know, the tourist Americanized areas, yeah. and then go and actually see real life. Man, that, cha- that we went one, one time, and we got to see like the 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 outskirts. And you know, we yeah. went to you know 
you know, I had food truck, like actual taco food truck, you know, legit. Yeah, just like so total. you guys know, in, yeah. ta- in Mexico, tacos are not what you think a taco is. No. It's not hard shell. Yeah. And yeah. it's not got a bunch of lettuce, tomato, and sour cream no. on it. It's got like aloe vera on it. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. so gross. It is some so cactus. gross. Oh, yeah, some cactus. Yeah. That cactus. That and good, it's like the first time I got cactus, I was like. Oh. And you're probably not getting ground beef. You're probably either going to get like a chorizo. You're uh-huh. going to get some steak. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Maybe chicken. You're lucky if you, you get You don't chicken. really ask. <laughs> what First is that? off, you don't. Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. That? Let me get a taco. Because <laughs> yeah, like, they know what taco could, means. Could be lizard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man, there's iguanas everywhere. <laughs> you never know. But, hey, what did I just have? Oh, that was monkey. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Say that again. Uh, I don't think I understood you. But anyway, yeah, when I come. It's chupacabra. When, <laughs> when Devil I, dog. When I came back from that trip, I literally um, got a second job because I could. You know, you, you, you see, you see the life and what how they live are doing. And, 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 and how much they can make in a day. And I'm like, you know, I'm really wasting, a, you know, ability, um, time, you know what I mean? I really, it's just something I wanted to do. It's like, I'm, I guess like opportunity, that's the word I'm looking for. You know, you have, have the opportunity. opportunity Someone take it. So yeah, exactly. So that's when actually the first two, first kitchens, uh, working two different kitchens started. Huh. It's crazy. Yeah, you gotta travel. You gotta travel, man. You gotta travel. Yeah, uh, we. I, I want to go to Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, been there. I've never That's been, cool. but I've heard it's just beautiful. It is. It definitely is. It's old school. It's arty. It's a lot of um, architecture. You I know what I mean? New Orleans. Creative. New Orleans pretty. I haven't been to New York, New Orleans. If you do go to Savannah, you gotta go to Tybee Island. Tybee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dude, I've been required. Yes, it is definitely a low key beach feel. Man, the best food I've had come out of this little dive hole whatever I can't even remember the name of it but man it was yeah. incredible like it's like I love that's why like that. I, and oysters on the coast I don't eat oysters at the coast you know what I mean? Just, if you're just, traveling you better not go to chain restaurants right right that's like a rule man like going to, I have been to a crappy bar in every single city that uh, you guys have mentioned which one would be your favorite crappy bar that you've ever been in Crappy bar? Yeah. Uh, well, we don't, we're not saying crappy is in like it's nasty and dumb. It's no, like right. crappy is in like when you think of you think of Buffalo Wild Wings so, as a bar, but it's like what would be your favorite like a dive bar? I guess some, you would say some historic yeah dive some bar. historic bars that we did shows in Joe's on Wheat Street in Chicago. Is okay. Like historic. Okay. Everybody that's been somebody has played at Joe's on Wheat Street. That's neat. So that one. Um, Billy Bob's in Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. I've never been to Texas. Is, is that Billy Bob Thornton's? No. It's a, it's, a big, it's a big line dance hall. Oh, really? Oh, that's neat. And huh. you, you, everybody that's been somebody's played that one. I'd tear that place up. Really? Um, but probably the best venue that performing in with like the best energy is the Georgia State Theater Georgia State in Georgia Athens, State. Georgia. Oh yeah, it's like a thousand person place, old, busted up. Oh yeah, but the energy in that room is nuts. I want to build a venue here eventually. Oh yeah, Green, that'd be that cool. Matches the energy of that. Yeah, that'd but what's fun. the place in in that? The Ryman? Is that I mean? It's something like that. I've never been inside the Ryman, but it's it's not like the Ryman. This is used to be Rocket Town, probably closer to something like a Rocket. No, Town. it's it's like the Capitol. Imagine the Capitol, but they took all the seats out of the bottom, so it's a pit. Okay. And there's a balcony. Okay. And there's a big stage, and people go nuts. It's Dude, that sounds cool, man. Venue spots. I think that you know, 
We, you know, we've done concert. You know, I think the Hot Rod Stadium had some concerts. We, yeah. you know, Florida, we used to have concerts on the square. Florida, concerts Georgia in the park. Line. Yeah. Oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. I guess Those they, were so fun. I guess they x that out, huh? For I now. Think once they built COVID. Circus Square too, they started moving them down there because a little more. Yeah, open. But COVID has completely changed everything. 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 Like anything and everything that we know is literally. I mean, I've had to do jobs where I had to wear the mask the whole time while I'm working doing remodels. And was it an occupied home or like an empty like? Oh, it's occupied. Those are those it's, are. It's hard more... to argue with those people because you got to respect what their their right. wishes are. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, what do I want to do? Yeah. You also have the right as an independent contractor to be like, now nah, just pass. Yeah. You know. Yeah, true. You know, I usually try not to pass up on opportunity if I can't. You know what I mean? But yeah. if I'm if I'm booked or if I'm if I'm way too far out, I'm like, look, once I get closer to like, you know, where I can get to you, you know, before I came in, you know, I had an opportunity uh, handed to me about a painting the interior of a whole house, you know, and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But I'm really trying to do summer projects right now. I was like, I can put you in the books. And he's yeah. like, all right, well, just, you know, put me at the front of that list whenever you get ready. You know, let's figure something out in the cooler months. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. absolutely, sounds good. That's perfect. So there is a list. There's a growing list of like, you come install ceiling fan. You know, you come install light fixtures. Can you just throw some floors down? You know, do you like, like doing that. this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Do you love it? Yeah. I wouldn't do, do it if I didn't love it. You know, painting is a labor of love. Tile work is a labor of love. You know, 100. percent And then. Anything and everything else is like, you know, making something ugly and then revamping it, making it pretty again. That outdoor bar you did, oh, the that Tiki was Bar. Fun. Oh my gosh. That is one of my favorite projects that you've done. It looks so fun. I think, yeah. I think, man, that one, that one's up there for sure. Uh, that just started with an idea. Um, my client was just wanting to tear down and start over. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, let's start peeling some of these walls back and see what kind of bones we got on the inside, you know, as far as like structural stability and stuff like that. And started shooting ideas out and draw. Like, I'm like the guy from the uh, the Treehouse Masters. I'll kind of draw, yeah. draw a sketch out. Like, well, this yeah. is what I'm. So I showed the sketch and she's like, oh, okay, well, I like that. I'm like, all right, sweet. What's wrong with it? Yeah. 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 So we started tearing walls down, tearing ceilings out. And, you know, it was like a low, you know, like a low truss ceiling or whatever. We took all the trusses out and made it a vaulted ceiling. I mean, it was. It was that, very pretty. That bar, the concrete so bar, nice. is like ten feet by like three feet. You know, that was all poured by us. Do you, having gone from, because we talk about this all the time in our house, having gone from working those hourly, and I hate to use the term slave labor, but it, I mean, you're literally just getting the whip cracked at you because your boss is. Right. They've got numbers to me, especially right. at somewhere like as corporate right. as a Longhorn. Uh-huh. You've got to meet those labor laws and all that nonsense that nobody, no customers understand. Right. If your if your restaurant is short staffed, I promise you, it's probably not the restaurant's fault. Yeah. It's probably the corporate laws. Right. I mean, so because they you, run bare minimum skeleton crews, that's what they try yeah, to do. Because labor they got to make more money in right. their pocket. Why mm-hmm. do you think your servers are only making two dollars and fifteen cents? Why do you think you have to tip to make their money? Because uh-huh. they they can. They're not going to pay that way. Yeah, they're not going to. They're pay not going to pay them like a big hourly rate, knowing you know what I mean, how much money they can make. Now, somebody like me, I make great money tip in in tips. And that's because you got a great personality. Oh, thank you. I mean, but that's do you what, think serving definitely takes a great personality? Bartending takes yeah. a great personality. Anything public related, if you if you are relying on somebody else making your money or giving you your money or whatever, paying your bills, 
You know what I mean? You gotta be. You better have a good person. Put that face on, man. No matter whatever happened today, when you walk in, you better put that face on. And I be always smiling. just tried to treat, treat everybody the same way too, right. and 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 I always wanted every person that came in there to feel special in some right. some way, shape, or form. But then you got the regulars that come in, and you just know. I already got your drinks ordered. You still want the same app? You know what I mean? And you just take care of them. They're like, they think that's just genius because you can remember, but it doesn't take that much to remember. But do you think going from the hourly job to the independent contractor job, do you think that's easy? Or do you think going from an independent contractor to an hourly job would be easier? Which do you think would be the easier transition? So the theory behind that, if you ask me, is if you're, if, going from the hourly to the independent contractor you're leaving guaranteed money and not being like a server but you know i mean you're going to work 40 hours or 50 hours just yeah let's you, take serving out of the yeah. equation so let's say a 40 hour work week with you know a couple benefits right like the factory work like in, in the fact industry sure. okay let's take that. so in the industry like that you've got people that have been there for 30 years because and they've got trucks and fishing boats and houses and stuff like that but they're comfy Yes, exactly. It's a comfort level of just that guaranteed money. It's a guarantee that they're going to be able to get paid this and they're going to get this much vacation time and then they're going to get an X amount bonus and then like, you know what I mean? They live life based off their paycheck. Yes. So for an independent contractor, I make what I want to work. You know what I mean? Like if, you know, if I've got tons of projects and I want to get them in, then that's how much money I make. It's not exactly. a, So the stress level is, you know, amplified leaving the factory to going to independent contracting because everything rides on me. Yes. You know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? On production or finishing or remodeling, stuff like that. The problem with me is I just like to be super meticulous. So it takes me a little bit longer yeah. than anybody else possibly would because I like all my everythings and straights and horizontals. And, you know, I mean, I like my lines to be straight lines and stuff. And it, we're not in and out. We're not an in and out independent contracting, you know, company. Yeah. Um, we we definitely explain and take the time, you know, try to come up with best options, affordable options. You know, we try and work with the clients and be as transparent as possible instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to come in, I'm going to put tile down and we're going to be done and walk out and peace out. You'll yeah, never see me again. Paycheck and I'm done. Right. Lose my phone number. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. For real. <laughs> so in, in, in some instances, it is like that. But whenever you're trying to grow and be that, you know what I mean? You you definitely keep that stress level of where's my next job? Where's my next job? So that's all, I, you know what I mean? If I'm on a job, I'm like, where am I going next? And then if I'm going there, where am I going after that? So if you go from being the independent contractor, it's going to take that worry about where you're going next. Because yeah. when but you then go, you're also answering to... Mm -hmm. Which was tough, man. Daddy. Yeah, because whenever I was in the industry, the factory industries and stuff like that, you, I started off on the second shift, and then I went to third shift, so it's not regular hours, you know what yeah. I mean? And then I finally made first shift after like three years of like missing out on tons of stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? Ba softball games for the kids, yeah. Yeah. baseball games, yeah. all that. Dinner, and just afternoons, yeah. Dinner in general, you know, and afternoons and hanging out and talking to the kids after school and stuff like that, that was one of, that was the biggest, like second shift is like 11 to 11 where I worked, and then your third shift is like 11 to seven, I'm not mistaken and then day shift is like 7 to 3 30. so two shifts you know if you're on second shift you miss out a lot everything afternoon if you're on third shift you're trying to sleep at some point throughout the day so you yeah. can go in at 11 and if you're on first shift you know that's the golden shift don't get me wrong but then you still have to answer to way more chiefs you yeah, know what yeah. i mean like engineers and all that stuff so there's if you ask me there's not 
there's not one shift that's you know the best i think it's interesting because everybody in this room right now has had the hourly job and the hourly experience Mm -hmm. and then we made the move to the independent contract work being our own boss yeah and it's not for everybody no you know what i mean not not everybody can stay motivated not everybody can stay on their stuff but when you make it work it, it really is when people say the american dream it is because it is there's nobody telling you you cannot do something right i'm kind of the person where it's like i dare you to tell me i can't yeah right you know what it's i like, mean well you can't do it. are you sure yeah yeah <laughs> have you seen me not <laughs> are you sure about that yeah well have you ever done something no but i'm gonna try it yeah you know what i mean i'll damn sure try it's, it. it's it's just not being scared to try something it's like going into realty you know what i mean it's like you know, is that something that you really wanted to do? Is that something that you aspired to? I knew that because I didn't finish school that I needed something that was going to require minimal education. Now, don't get me wrong. You have to educate yourself once right. you're in it. But I did not have a formal collegiate education. Had some hours or whatever. Right. And uh, I knew that I wanted to be present for baseball games, softball games, dance right. recitals, right. practices, all that right. stuff. And I was, I cannot continue to serve because I made a lot of my money on Friday nights and Saturdays all day long. Right. And Sundays and stuff like that. And But those are the days. That's that's the problem. You have to do it. Like my days off in the restaurant would be like Monday and Tuesday because they're slow days. And then I'd yes. be there all week, yeah. you know, for the rest of the week. So that, that, that also frees it up. You know what I mean? But now, you know, you have Charlotte, you've got to, you know, like you're in like such the perfect spot to get yourself comfortable exactly where i want to be where you want to be when she's getting of those ages and wanting to do all those other things that's another thing is being where you want to be and not being where you're required to be oh yeah there's a there's a big difference when somebody says well you got to shift from nine to five Mm -hmm. right well now it's no lunch yeah (laughs) now it's like well i got my shift when i want to work my shift (laughs) right you know what i mean what time are you going to show up uh I don't know, you know, between eight and nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Between seven and eight, I'll be here, guaranteed. But that's, it's such a, it's such an amazing thing that we're at that point in our lives now because we came from. I'm not going to say that it was the worst experience ever working in a restaurant. I'd be dumb to think that. I'm glad that I did it. I think that every person right. needs to have an idea. Maybe not every person needs to work in a restaurant industry, but somebody, everybody needs to work in some form of service. Do. I think they do. 100%. Would you let your kids? Well, yeah, because they need to learn respect. They need to learn, you know what I mean? I know that my kids will definitely, you know, when they ask for something at a restaurant, I don't, I don't like it when they say, I want to have. You know what I mean? When I pull up at fast food or something for them, and like I don't say, I want to have this, I want to have that. I like for them to say, I'd like to have. Cause, May you know, I it's, have? Yes, Can I have? Yes, exactly. It's more of like a respect thing. It's like, they are people too. You don't need to be demanding, I want another Coke. You know what I mean? Or I yeah. want Coke or I want a steak or blah, blah. You know, it's like, I'd like to have, you know, it just... That's something that you have to That's learn. It's just little nuanced mm-hmm. things that you learn being in the restaurant industry. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, how long on this? Yeah. Oh. I ordered a 13 ounce uh, ribeye. Well done. Why is it not here yet? Sir, it's been two minutes. Yeah, right. What yeah. do you want me to do here? And you got it well. So you're lucky I'm yeah. letting you eat it. How do so. you eat your steak? Medium. Medium? Not I'll, medium I'll rare? Nah, I, I can. I'm not picky, but if it goes over medium, I'm sitting back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't go. Are you an A1 person on your steak? No. Good boy. No, no, no. Salt and pepper. I've got a buddy that puts ketchup on his steak. Oh, man. I got a buddy that puts ketchup on his potato. Like a baked potato? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, think about a French fry. Uh Ketchup. uh It's different. (laughs) I mean, it is. (laughs) It's totally different. Have you ever had A1 on a baked potato? 
Uh, oh, dude. I'm not going to say I haven't because I'm sure I have at some point. A1 on some mashed potatoes? All right, so here you go. I'm about to pff, sloppy Joe on a potato. I call them sloppy Joe potatoes. Oh. How original, Bunger. Yeah, right? Slop, hey, sloppy have you had sloppy Joe. Joe on a potato? I like to call it sloppy Joe potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> With cheese. Slop, call it a sloppy tater. Sloppy tater. Dude, I'm telling sloppy you. Taters. If you're having sloppy Joes for dinner, I don't know if you like sloppy Joes. Uh, I love yeah. sloppy Joes. Hey, dude and 30 and likes to eat cheap. Yeah. And I, right. the people that don't put cheese on a sloppy Joe are silly. You got to put a little cheese on it. Mm. You said you put it on a potato? On a potato? Well, it's the same thing. Well, not on a sandwich. Sandwich has to come with pickles and hot sauce. I'm with you with the pickles. Okay. There used to be yeah. a place in uh, Russellville. Russellville. The Bethel Dipper. Yeah. Right? You, you know what I'm talking about? I, I Next think... to the Piggly Wiggly that had like the, the mustard sloppy joes? Yes. I and remember that... we used to get, what was the, the big uh, water park outside of Russellville? I didn't know Russellville had a water park. No, it's I'm, outside. Dogwood Lake. Oh, Dogwood Lake. Dogwood dude, Lake. Dude, yeah. yeah. You could get sloppy joes and hit the road. Yeah, dude, yeah, I bro. remember Dogwood Lake. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there's a the pair dog. of my sunglasses somewhere in Dogwood oh, Lake. There's, there's a lot of... Probably a pair of underwear, too. And a lot of pee. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. company picnics would be out there. You know what I mean? With my dad and where he worked or whatever. That place dude, was fun, dude. <clears throat> yeah. I'd, I'd say that... I don't, is it still open? I doubt it. Boo will. Google Dogwood Lake, see if it's see if it's still a thing. Cause they had like I highly doubt it. Dude, Dogwood Lake was like the place, and I remember like whenever Adam was driving, we would go for like a birthday party. Here it is in Dunmore. It says permanently closed. Permanently closed. <gasps> oh. Yeah, permanently closed. Dude, there's their water slide. Kids, yeah. See, kids needed to experience that. That's the first time I ever went off a high dive. Yeah. I mean, that's like the like the. It reminded me of like the water parks or like the the things you see in like the seventies and eighties movies, like mm -hmm. the summers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like scary summer movies. Action Park. Have you heard of? Oh that? my God! Yes. Didn't they get shut down? Oh hell yeah! Like because of died. Uh uh. Oh yeah. dude. But didn't they serve like alcohol and stuff like that yeah. too? Is yeah. that, that is place that was that location? limit and. Uh, People all the died? rides the guy just made up himself. Yeah. People died. Oh yeah. I thought they shut down because it was like a big noise complaint ordinance around all the houses and surrounding it's a little bit of everything oh really oh. yeah they had a couple of people drown like, oh in their wave pool and yeah. oh stuff. no yeah. oh gosh yeah so i guess they're permanently yeah, closed that, too that dude just like built legos for a living is like i'm gonna build a theme park too <laughs> hey we There's can talk a johnny knoxville movie that came out that's kind of like a mockumentary of it yeah. oh really yeah i'll take a look at that it was we could talk about legos for days oh I, man i love legos do you still build them with the kids i do are you like these <laughs> yeah. are mine no these are mine. Yeah, yeah. You get them like the bright, the well, bright color ones, yeah. and you get like the Star Wars ones. Say, like when me and Brody build, like we'll get the little you know packages or whatever. I'll be like, I'm looking for a two green. You know what I mean? And he knows that's a one two green or whatever. So it's like I'm looking for an eight block. And he's a one two eight block. You know what I mean? That's so. a good way of teaching kids too. Oh well, yeah, wrong numbers man. aren't fun. Yeah, no. math is not fun. Yeah. Yeah. So to make it interesting and fun. Like it wasn't, wasn't very much you know you ask me if i read i don't i fall asleep when i read you know math comes with doing you know your carpentry and measuring and you know it's a it's, different way of doing it's, math it's though. fractions you know what i mean best way you can teach a kid is by pulling out a measuring tape that has all the fractions on it that way it helps him understand you know these fractions but that is smart yeah yeah and then you know when it comes to like science i'm a huge science fan yeah. Social studies? Eh. I'm a huge science fan, but my brain doesn't comprehend science and math. 
because mm. I was much more like the English, the literature, the music. Right. That's, that's just how my brain is wired. Yeah. 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 Like I could memorize a, a 10 minute monologue in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. But there's some people that can do math, you know, just look at an equation and do it. And do you tell me to do a, a long division problem right now? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I would have a trouble. I would, I would have, have, trouble have to go back in the books. You know what I mean? I just pull my phone out. You remember when teachers, like, you'll never have a calculator on you at all times? <laughs> right, like, right. Liars. 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 You can't carry that TI-83 everywhere you go. No, I'll just carry remember my that cell one? phone. That was the one that you could play Snake on or oh, something. Whatever. I had Legend of Zelda on it. Oh, did you? Yeah, man. I, I'm trying to get Brody into Zelda. He's like, yeah, Dad, I want to get a new game. I'm like, uh, you can get a new game as long as it's Zelda. But I don't want Do y'all have a Switch? Yeah. Oh, Breath of the Wild's so good. Uh, Link's Awakening yeah, might be a good game for him. Well, I didn't him, know you were a Zelda fan. I've always been a Zelda fan. Yeah, uh, buddy. That, it comes from uh, Adam. Adam was a big Zelda. And then my mom actually would play the Nintendo, you know, the old school. Yeah. Put the cartridge in, blow the Duck cartridge Duck. off. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know. And I still remember those days, you know, watching them, you know, da 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 So, as a parent, that's he's like, oh, I want to play video games or whatever. Are you one of those people that's like, he can play whatever video game he wants? Like, no. Grand Theft Auto is. See, my dad did that. Out. A lot of people, especially in today's climate, would be like, well, your dad shouldn't have censored what it was that you were playing or right, whatever. And I'm like, right, right. hey, first off, I was 10 years old. I didn't have any business mm-hmm. killing people and, and paying hookers yeah, on Grand Theft Auto. Mario's eating mushrooms. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Jumping on a get, head of a Goomba. Getting, getting bigger and shooting fireballs. Yeah. You know? But then we also had, like, Contra and stuff like that. So it's still shoot 'em up kind of games. But, like, you know, Bradley, she didn't really get into the games. Braylon kind of somewhat, you know, they'll play him. You know what I mean? They'll do the. I think the Lego games are like the most fun right now for yeah. them. Oh, but for sure. Me and Brody got, uh, yeah, we, I was, yeah, we're playing Grand Theft Auto and it, it's just not it's good. Just, it's not good for it. You know what I mean? He's like, well, Dad, how, when, when can I play? I'm like, well, I guess whenever you turn 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you're old enough to buy your own. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. When it comes to video games, there's so many different video games that he could play other than that. Basically, I guess the best way I can I mean, put it. Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> but like Call of Duty, I still think that's just a stretch. You know what yeah. I mean? I think I think that that's just, you know, and, and yeah. these days. And, and, it's and almost too realistic, and, too. And shootings and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I don't think in his mind he would understand. I mean, he does understand that you don't spawn back if there's an accident like that. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, that's terrible that we have to teach our kids that anyways. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. I never, I growing up, I never thought about that. No, no, dude. But we did a lot of, we did a lot of sports games too, basketball and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I just don't have the time for it no more. I used to golf, dude. I used to golf yeah. like every weekend, and that's how yeah. I know about Bethel Dipper is because yeah. we go up to Rolling Hills and play that golf course. Me and my dad would play like random golf courses every weekend. Yeah, and um, every time we was in Russellville, that was that was our thing. I I sucked at golf to. I suck too bad to keep playing because it was just a waste of money. You been in Top Golf yet? No, dude. Is it fun? It's fun. My problem is I just can't pay money to not be good at something. Well, <laughs> the, the thing is, you can pay by hour, but it's infinite balls. So, like on yeah. a regular driving range, you have to like buy buckets of balls, and that's all you get. So you're yeah. like getting down to the last few, and you're really trying to focus. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like you know, you just swipe the club over this little infrared thing, and a ball comes out do it and you do it again that's it. genius dude it's just infinite see that's another thing like it seems so original but it's just a driving range right back to it i mean original it's... ideas revamped you yeah. know so you know top golf was it was definitely an experience i'll definitely go back yeah it's like restaurants though i'm a restaurant snob if you don't impress me or if you don't 
If you don't woo me or wow me or actually have good time, I'm not coming back. What's one of your favorites? Favorite restaurant? Yeah, that's somewhere you know that you're going to go. You're going to get good service. You're in good food, good price. And when you leave, you're going to be like, man, I'm glad I made that decision. Man, you know, we're alumni. <laughs> Longhorn. Longhorn. Yeah. yeah. Yuki. Yuki's good. Yeah. I can go to Yuki. I know I'm going to get good food there. Good sushi, yeah. at least, you know. Yeah. yeah. I always love their sushi. It, it's just, you know, it, and I mean, there's a lot of good restaurants, but then there's some that are just like... Man, we had one when we went up to the lake this weekend, and I'm not going to tell you which lake it is. It's past weekend, Memorial Day weekend. And we ate at this restaurant, and literally they had to have one, one cook back there. We ordered our food, sat there 30 minutes. I said something, you know, fine, because I got tired of waiting. Kids are getting antsy. You cannot, you, and you'll you'll grow to learn that oh, for yeah. sure. But, like, they're starting to get antsy. They're wanting to get up and walk around and do this and bebop, and I'm like, we just get our food and we just order breakfast you know what i mean like simple biscuit Ugh. and gravy eggs bacon toast yeah. you know i can make it <laughs> they were cooking it right yeah they're like dad you need to go back there and make it i'm like i know right <laughs> i've already had it done we could have ate and been done yeah but they were making like one table at a time you know what oh, i mean yeah. i was just like yeah I, I won't come back yeah yeah i'm gonna say something super controversial on here we always talk controversially about food um if somebody says their favorite restaurant is olive garden i got no time for you <laughs> I know how their food's prepared. Number one, I just got no time for you. <laughs> I'm serious. I've got nothing. It's it's don't get me wrong. It's good. It's it, good for six dollar yeah. pasta. It's good. The, the best thing I got's the infinite salad. I'm, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a salad fan. So yeah. yeah, I like to have pepperoncinis and black olives in my salads and yeah. stuff like that. But their pasta, I I know how they're you know it's a Darden Corporation. Yeah. So I know how their food comes in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's not somebody back there making you It's know. not fresh. <laughs> <laughs> let me let you in on a little secret about uh, you know this what? food. Yeah, right. It's not as fresh as you think. Yeah. The ravioli's probably coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not Gordon some... Gordon Ramsay would have a fit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like, a bag of Alfredo. <laughs> Alfredo powder. Yeah, he'd be just, hot about that. Just add milk, you know? <laughs> oh, man. He's oh. probably never eaten at an Olive Garden in his life. He has no reason to. He can make scratch pie. He can make everything. Yeah. Or He has a new TV show. You ever seen it? Have uh, you seen the, the um, National Geographic one? Yeah, where he travels and eats. He was in uh, Gatlinburg. He was in Smoky Mountains. Oh, really? For one of these episodes for the new season. I do like Smoky Mountains. Yeah, I like to free. I like to go there. I've gone in there in winter. I've skied there. We've done Christmases I've there. Never skied. You've never skied? Never. I've, I have great balance, but I have terrible knees and ankles. Well, <laughs> probably be a nightmare. Well, we saw it. We went up to Ober Ober Gatlinburg yeah. where they do it. Yeah, and we saw it, and I was like, I'd tube. Yeah, <laughs> I'd right. Too. <laughs> it looks fun as could be, mm. man. But I just don't know that it fits for me. So when we started skiing, like Adam and his buddy got like rollerblade skis. So it was like a boot that you put on with like these little mini skis. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like rollerblading down the slopes and then they come out with like the, the half skis and I try, you know, I, I dabbled in snowboarding, but I used to skate too. So skateboard and rollerblade too. So Tony Hawk over here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Yeah. I wish I would have pursued it when I was scared to get hurt. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get an owie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine being one of those guys like Bam Margera or like Tony Hawk or one of these guys. And it's like pain does not even bother them. They're like, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go up in the air, I'm going to flip four and a half times, spin a little, and then I I might land on my board again. Yeah. I'm going to try it. Yeah. And you're just like. Then I'm going to keep on trying it. And then try it again and try it again and try it again. And then finally I'll land it. And that'll be the great respect for that kind of stuff. Dude. I mean, how many times have people, you know, how many times have they broke their wrist or knocked their teeth out or, you know what I mean? Or landed on your arm and your elbow bends back. Could you imagine if LeBron James was skateboarding and fell off? (laughs) He'd be down for a year. Oh, gosh. He had to be carted off. Uh huh. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. I hate LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him so much. Yeah. But. So what do you got coming up? Do you have any new projects? You got anything that you can kind of allude to? Any no. new things that you're going to start doing for clients? Like, you know, the most, the, the coolest thing that I did was the bathroom that we just finished. And it was a, it was a mashup of shiplap and tile. And oh, I was cool. like, I couldn't wait to do it. You know, when, when the idea was presented, their vision was presented to me. as yeah, so what they'd like to see, I was like, yeah, shiplap to tile. I love that. You know, it's not, it's not something that we've done. You know, we've done those stand-up showers. We've done... Mm-hmm. You know, full on everything, floors, vanities, all that other stuff or whatever, which like I said, man, right now product is so hard. Materials are so hard to come by. Um, and that what's that's what changes a lot, you know, because you're working day and night just to find materials. Right. And then if you can't find the materials, then it's like, okay, now we're dead in the water. Um, SOL. You know? Right. So if you can't get it or, you know, I usually like to order a week or two ahead, you know, just to make sure that I've got my stock of everything. In fact, when I leave here, I'm going to buy product. Are you order Taz? No, no, I'm gonna go. I got, I got a simple, you know. I say simple job. It's new toilets, new floors, yada yada yeah. yada coming up. But I, I, I'm trying to, trying to veer into the summer stuff, man. Yeah. I'm trying to get into like the set of the, the chimneys and you know decks. People want decks still, and I'm like, not a good, it's not a good time for that. You yeah. know what I mean? Your thousand dollars in materials last year is nowhere near. I mean, you're talking about a quarter of the materials. Yeah. You know, from last year to now, and I just I. My estimate, my labor estimates don't change. You yeah. know what I mean? But my materials estimates are yeah. thousands of I can it, still know? do the work for it the same way I could last year. Uh-huh. But it's going to cost me more to do it, so I have to make up that difference. Right. Yeah. And then the guarantee of having it. I mean, I'm, at one point last year during COVID, it's like everybody was home and everybody was building and everybody was wanting to do and everybody wanted a fence or they wanted to add on to their deck. or they. I couldn't find pressure-treated lumber nowhere. Really? Like, it was impossible. And as soon as... So I got a really good connection at uh, Home Depot. That's my place of choice. Home Depot, shout out to... Not a sponsor. Here. No, not a sponsor. <laughs> um, but I've got a good connection there. He's a nice guy or whatever, lumber guy. And um, I was like, hey, man, I need to get some deck boards. I need, like, you know, 10-foot deck boards or whatever, pressure treated. He's like, oh, buddy, good luck. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I was like, I've called everybody in Bowling Green and nobody has. He's like, yeah, we don't have them. Yeah, and we're I was also like, out. Well, when it, I was like, when are you going to get any more in he's like when i pull it up on my computer system it just says na it, it shows up whenever it shows up and he said you better be here when it shows up because they bust the pallets and it's like black friday like man. Black friday. yeah they just start hoarding the lumber you know yeah. what i mean you can pre-order all you want but if it ain't there you still can't get it so you know? if you could tell your clients anything kind of piggybacking off what todd said what would you tell the people that are you know wanting to do some home improvements looking to maybe hire somebody like you or, or maybe another contractor like mm-hmm. just kind of roundabout speak for everybody right now what is something that clients can do to that you can say to ease kind of their uncertainty of what's happening what like cost or like like um, if you said just bear with us just just right. understand that you know things are changing it's a learning curve for all of us right right it, it is it it's 100 percent. well there's certain trades that you that you can do that you know or you know what i mean like if uh if you're a painter you know you're going to get paint Right. But at one point, rollers were hard to get. You know what I mean? Because they come from China, and you know what I mean. It was it was a tough time to get rollers. So luckily, I had them. But then, if you're also a tile guy, you know you can get tile. You know, there's really no shortage of that those kind of separate materials. But whenever you're doing like full gut remodels, you know mm-hmm. you're looking for drywall, lumber, 
even faucets, vanities, bathtubs, you know, the list goes on, even shower faucets and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So any what, kind of metal, lumber or fiberglass right now is just. Yeah. And then dry, drywall's next. I think drywall's next to go up. And drywall copper. mud. Oh yeah. Cop copper prices right now are insane actually on recycle. Like recycling copper. They're low? They're high. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. the, the inventory is low. Yeah. 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 And I think that that's part of the lumber issue. I think that the price of lumber is so high because they're trying to regulate the actual stock that they have. So I'm scared to death that what's going to happen is that we've created this norm of this high lumber I price. Not, Why no. in the world would they ever lower it now? It's just like you in, in real, real estate though. You know what I mean? If you buy, if you build a house and you sell it for two, 200000 Sure. In 10 years, that house is still going to be worth $200,000, if you ask me. I don't, if I don't, not I don't, more, it'll appreciate. It'll appreciate, yeah, but how much more compared to when we built houses 10 years ago for like $100,000, you know what I mean? It, your lumber packages now on houses are, you know, they're Astronaut. way... Yeah, and they, that was actually the word I was going to use. What do you think? Are we brothers? <laughs> do we just become best friends? I'm going to do some karate. And <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my biggest concern. Um, and of course, we're putting houses up so fast. They're falling in the ground so fast right now in Warren County. You know, the big hot spots is, you know, South Warren area and stuff like that. I think Alberton. in Alberton. Yeah. yeah. But I think in any kind of location, I think, man, I just, I don't think it's going to get any lower. That's my thing. That's my concern. I don't concern. think they're going to drop they out. I don't think they can afford to go lower because people have already shown that they're willing to pay yeah, right. what they're going to pay. I never thought it's about It's like that if you go to a restaurant and they up their... <laughs> outlaw right to, from twenty dollars to twenty five dollars and yeah people are going to complain but you still sell the same amount of steaks why yeah. would you ever lower that price ever again you've already now you've set the new standard of okay we can right. sell it for twenty five dollars right and it's like gas too gas, that, that gas crap is, better come down dude a dollar fifty whenever covid was like rampant, in the heat of you it you know what i mean yeah, and i was man. like oh dude i can get out i'm not filled up my jugs i'm like i'm gonna mow or you know what i mean i'm gonna yeah people yeah. are just mowing for the hell of it Cause hey, man, bored. you just mowed yesterday. Uh, well. Well, did you not see that dandelion come up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's $1.50 right uh, now. It was. I mean, li li literally $1.50, and now we're at like two seventy-five. In fact, while we were at the lake, it was three ninety-nine. Three on the water, of course. Well, it's always more expensive on the water. Well, still. But anyway, if, yeah, I had, you're right. if I had to if I had to tell my clients anything, it's, it's hire a contractor that's going to be transparent. If I, I if, if I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. If there's a problem, understand that my reputation will show that th something's come up and mm -hmm. it's legitimate. I'm not just not going to show up. You right. know what I mean? Or if like I'm going to a house to do an estimate. You know what I mean? If you're not going to, and I should tell all the contractors, if you're not going to be able to make it or you're not going to be able to go, call your clients. Call your future clients and let them know. You know what I mean? If like hey, I'll try and get to you next week and do that bathroom estimate. You know, it's that, I leave like that open, hey, I'll try to. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But if that try to turns into not going to happen, I'm still going to call them and say, hey, look, things have come up. Production was slow this week. I'm trying to catch up. I want to, you know, I want to keep you definitely in the books. Is that okay with you? But be transparent. Don't just let it fall to the wayside and then two months down the road or a month down the road call and be like hey remember that bathroom remodel yeah you know, are you still wanting to do that you know so they've moved on yeah whenever i commit to something and that's what i think all sh contractors should do is if you're gonna if you're gonna say you're gonna show up show up yep. you know and that's the biggest thing we was doing a project in uh, briarwood and the lady out 
across the road actually come out and said, you know what, I can tell you guys this for sure. You will show up. You have been here every day of all the weeks that you've worked. That's awesome. And she was like, and if I need something, I'd like to have your card because I know you're going to show up. Well, let's spill right into it. How can people contact you if they are looking for any kind of, even if it's not a gig, but just for information, how can people contact you? Uh, just call me. I mean, that's only that's my only outlet right now. I do have a website being built, but it's just... Um, you it's, do Facebook? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, do you Facebook. have a private page, for like a business page? No, it's just my personal page. Just Brad Bunger on Facebook. Yeah. Do you want to put your phone number out there in the YouTube world and Sphere and all that? Well, it's on my Facebook, so... <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> Tell people how to contact you. Which camera do I look into? It doesn't really matter. doesn't matter. You can contact me at 270-799-2470. We do just about everything. We don't have any kind of limitations other than what my license and insurance will definitely let me do. Limited con or limited plumbing. Any contractor has yeah. limited plumbing and then limited electric, but painting uh tile remodels cabanas yeah it cabana was so much fun. guys if you're looking to do some kind of outdoor equipment right now this is your man he's wanting to get in to do summer jobs right now yeah. his yeah. work is phenomenal i will vouch for him he's a friend of my family uh you know 100 man appreciate I, that. I don't i don't doubt this guy Shit, at all so much fun that project it, it took a long time but man it was it's worth it wasn't we it? we just redid a lot that's in that, awesome. in that one space and i want to do it again but like i said chimneys man i really i'm i'm really wanting to get into that chimney thing if you got a leaky chimney 270-799-2470 i think one last shout out for the kids yep they really wanted to see it riley brody braylon daddy loves you i don't know which camera to look into don't but matter. hey dad's on youtube whoop, whoop. that's right you kids love youtube so we're gonna in. i love youtube let me throw that one in there but you better make that one on there too i know my kids will be watching this as soon as i know that they can watch it you know because exactly I, I don't know what to i don't know will it be posted like now Is no it it'll live? be it'll be early next week okay so now that they're listening to this it'll be now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right dude i'm so now, glad you now. did this i appreciate it thank you we're gonna roll on out of here booba take us home all right Bye. <laughs>